Hey, Rebels. This episode is brought to you by the all-new Dream Seekers dolls. These magical dolls inspire us all to follow our dreams. Each doll sits on a dreamy moon package with a secret window where you can write your very own dream, and your doll will keep it safe. With their fabulous outfits and fairy flair, Dream Seekers are ready to inspire fun and adventure. Okay, now on with the show. Hey Rebels! This is a very special mini-episode of Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, in partnership with Dream Seekers Dolls, inspiring all of us to follow our dreams. Once upon a time, there was a girl in a red checkered shirt, long blue jeans, and pink ballet shoes, who was determined to change the world through dancing. Her name is Judith. I'm Jacqueline Green, and this is Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls Mini Edition, a fairy tale podcast about the rebel women who inspire us. I followed my dream to become a dancer with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater in New York City, and I'm so excited to share this dream seeking story with you. On this episode, one of my personal heroes, someone who also danced with, and eventually became the artistic director of the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. She is the amazing Judith Jamison. Judith was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1943. As a little girl, she says she was so skinny, her legs went up to her armpits. She was also pigeon-toed and knock-kneed, which meant her toes and knees pointed at each other instead of straight ahead. She had to wear special shoes to help her walk. Still, when Judith was six years old, she insisted that she wanted to go to dance school. Her parents didn't know what to expect, but they said, okay. Judith went to the Judamar School of Dance, which was in a studio on the second floor of a rickety old building in Philadelphia. Her teacher, Miss Suget, had wide green eyes and red hair, and she was determined to make ballet accessible to young Black dancers, just like Judith. That first day, as Judith stepped into the studio, the floors felt slippery under her ballet shoes. Everyone took their place at the wooden bar that dancers hold on to for support during their warm-up exercises. Miss Suget went through all the basics. First position, second position, plié, relevé. Judith was mesmerized by her teacher, following her instructions diligently. The Judamar School became Judith's second home. She studied ballet, tap, modern dance, and even acrobatics. For Judith, dancing was more than just following the steps she was taught. It was a way for her to communicate with her body, a way to connect everyone and tell stories through movement. As time passed, 
Judith worked hard with dance teachers and tutors, honing her skills. She grew graceful, flexible, and strong. When she was 21, she was asked to be a part of the American Ballet Theater in New York City, which was a huge honor. But a year later, she left to become a part of a revolutionary new dance company, the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. Ailey's company was dedicated to bringing modern dance and African-American culture together. For her first performance with them, the stage was set up to look like an imaginary ballroom. Judith wore a fabulous ruffled skirt over her leotard and spun across the stage with ferocious energy. The audience went wild. Clapping with joy and appreciation. After the company's final bows that night, it was clear that Judith, with her strength and passion, was destined to become a lead dancer at Alvin Ailey and soon an international star. Over the next 15 years, Mr. Ailey choreographed many famous and difficult dances for Judith and the other dancers to perform. One of the most well-known dances is Cry, which celebrates the power of all Black women. Judith poured her heart into every step of Cry. From the second the lights went up, she was hypnotizing. Dressed in a white leotard and a billowy white skirt, she rippled across the stage like the crest of a giant wave. She was elegant, fierce, and unstoppable. Cry became one of her signature dances, and people came from all over the world to see her perform it. Throughout her career, Judith also got to tour with different dance companies and tap dance on Broadway. She even formed her own company called The Jamison Project. When Mr. Ailey had to leave his company because he was sick, he asked Judith to take over for him, and she said yes. She led the Alvin Ailey troupe for the next 21 years and became like a mom to all of her dancers, inspiring them to push themselves farther and let their emotions become a part of their movement. To this day, Judith mentors dancers all over the world and talks about the power of dance. As she says, it's more than just moving our bodies in certain ways. It's a way of communicating with the audience without saying a single word. For Judith, dancing is her way of honoring the past, celebrating the present, and fearlessly reaching into the future. This podcast is a production of Rebel Girls and is based on the book series Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. This special mini-episode was produced by Isaac Kaplan-Wallner. Sound design and mixing by Bianca Salinas. This episode was written by Abby Schur and proofread by Joe Radigan. Executive producer is Katie Sprenger. Original theme music was composed and performed by Aletra Barjaki. 
A big thanks to the whole Rebel Girls team who make the show possible. For more, visit rebelgirls.com. Until next time, stay rebel. A big thank you to the beautifully crafted Dream Seekers dolls for bringing us today's episode. Find the Dream Seeker that speaks to you. Maybe it's Luna, a dancer who twirls and leaps for the stars. Sounds a lot like Judith Jamison, don't you think? Find the Dream Seeker that speaks to you at all major retailers. Dream Seekers, inspiring girls everywhere to follow their dreams.